Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. This is week number 10 of our Home Management Systems Summer Series. And for the last nine weeks, I have shared with you some different systems you can put into place for a couple of rooms in your house so that you can make completing those tasks that happen in those rooms a lot easier and to stay on top of clutter and mess. We covered systems for the kitchen. We have covered systems for the bathroom, and now we are wrapping it up with systems for the bedroom. Last week, I shared with you a laundry system to help you stay on top of your laundry, create a schedule, create a routine, and I offered you a workbook to go along with that. If you did not download it, make sure you go over to habitsandhome.com shop or click the link below to grab your laundry system workbook. All right, today I am talking with you about 13 ADHD-friendly ideas for storing your clothes in your bedroom. And why I say that these are ADHD-friendly is because we all have trouble focusing. If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably struggling with habits and you need some systems and you need to be able to focus. So we are going to systemize this entire process for organizing our clothes so that we can easily stay on top of it with habits. All right, let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. All right, just like we used a systematic approach for decluttering our clothes, now we are going to use a systematic approach for organizing our clothes. And I have 13 ideas for you of how to organize your clothes. And I do recommend these in the order that I am giving them, and you will see why. All right, number one is to organize your clothes by type. And I really want you to focus on your closet clothes and your dresser clothes separately. I want you to group your clothes together by the type of clothing that it is. Short sleeve, sleeveless, three quarter length sleeve, long sleeve, sweaters, dresses, and so on. When we group these items together, we create this really easy way of identifying where our clothes are, separating them into groups instead of them being all meshed together. Have you ever been to TJ Maxx and have found it really difficult to find a tops that you like because nothing stands out. It's all mixed together. However, if you go to the racks outside of the long racks of the sea of colorful clothes, you will easily find groups of clothing grouped together and it's really easy to shop from the end caps. I have learned throughout the years not to shop in clothing stores where they have just a mixture, even like clearance racks will just be so overwhelming. I will pay up just a little bit extra money 
for clothes that are easy to get to when I'm shopping. So do yourself a favor, shop on the end cap if you can. But you get the idea of when you mix all your different types of clothing together, it creates a lot of chaos. So after you have grouped your items together, I want you to organize them in order by like descending order or ascending order. So for me, I do my pants. I like fold them over. I had these really awesome pant hangers that I love. I will actually put them in the show notes if you want to grab them. After living years of trying different pant hangers, these are by far my favorite. So I'll put the, the link in the show notes for you. All right. So I, we have our pants in the middle of our closet. My husband and I both share the same closet. We do not have a big closet by the way. So I love sharing real world ideas. We live in an old farmhouse and it doesn't have a lot of storage. I don't have one of these Pinterest perfect closets. That is not something that I encourage. That is not real life. That is not the huge population of people in the world. And I want to normalize real closets. Okay. And I will actually post a picture of our real life closet, even without doors, because we don't have doors in our closet right now. Okay, so you want you want real life, go over to the blog. You can click the link below for that as well. Okay, so how we have our pants um, or how we have our clothes. Our pants are hung on these really awesome hangers in the middle. And then I have my shirts in ascending order. So I have sleeveless shirts, short sleeve shirts, three quarter length shirts, long sleeve shirts. And then I have, how does it go? Then I have dresses and then I have jackets and then my sweaters are folded up because I will get this that later. They are a seasonal item and I don't need them readily accessible right now. Okay, so group your items, group your clothing, organize your clothing by type. The next thing, number two, is to then organize your clothes by color. Now, if you are not a minimalist like me and you like to have lots of clothing, then it would be a good idea within those group types to organize by color, like put all of your yellow clothing together, all of your red clothing, all of your purple and so on. But I still recommend keeping them in the group types. So colors within groups. Number three is to organize by frequency. So if you have some articles of clothing that are your go-to articles of clothing, then move them to the like front and center in your closet. You don't have to keep them. Y'all, there are no rules. These are only recommendations, okay? Um, I love that. Recommendations, not rules. <laughs> so organize your clothes by frequency. I personally, because we live in Florida and it's hot, tank tops are always my go-to. That and a pair of jean shorts. So what do I have at the front of my closet? My tank tops. Now, if you are a dress person, then maybe you have your dresses front and center, okay? All right, that was number three. Now we're gonna move on to number four. Organize your clothes with space in mind, okay? So if your clothes are jam-packed, if you're shoving new clothes in there, putting new clothes in, squeezing them in, or when you pull it out, you have to like really push all your clothes from the, to side to side to get your clothes off, that is a telltale sign that you have too much, my friend. And I know that you've already been through the decluttering process because you listened to the last episode for the laundry system, and I heavily stressed decluttering your clothes in that episode. But sometimes when we get into the organization step, we realize that we still have too much. And my coaching students 
they always tell me, I, I feel like I still have too much. And the answer is always, yes, you probably do still have too much. So weed it out and give your clothes some space. It's okay to push them to the side and like give your ha- hangers some breathing room. I personally love to use those thin velvet hangers because it creates a lot of a lot more space in my closet. Number five is to organize clothes by season. Remember how I said that I fold up my sweaters and stick them on a shelf at the back of my closet? Well, that is organizing by season. I'm not using those those sweaters right now. Now, if I was using them, I would get them out. I would actually just fold them over one of my pants hangers and have it more front and center. But because I'm not using it right now, I want to put it like way far in the back of my closet. You can even put it in a tote. I recommend a clear tote and stick it up at the top of your closet. I do have an episode where I talk all about how to store your seasonal clothing, especially for people with ADHD. And I give you two different recommendations, either keeping your seasonal clothes out always so that you can see what you have at all times and you don't end up buying new things or you store it away. However, always put it in a clear tote so that you can see what you have as well as put a label on the outside. I will link that episode in the show notes as well. Number six is to now organize your shoes by frequency of how often you use them. So I recommend shoes in two different places in your house your shoe rack that is by the door that you go in in and out most in your house i recommend having a shoe rack we call this an arrival station have a designated rack to collect shoes and don't just train your family to kick them off at the back door give them a shelf even if it's not aesthetically pleasing habits and functionality trumps aesthetics all day every day of your life you can still make it look good but you got to get creative with it all right so have two different places have one shelf by the door that you use most to go in and out of your house for collecting shoes that you use most frequently in our house it is crocs i do not love crocs but they are so good at just sliding on um, Birkenstocks work as, great as well. And then in your kids' closets and in your closet, put your shoes that you rarely use or use less often, not every day, in your closet. Number seven is to group your accessories together and store by type and by frequency. So first of all, you want to downsize and declutter. What are you not using? I know that we have a lot of costume jewelry out there that is outdated. It is okay that you spent money on it. You have already gotten the goodie out of it and it's probably out of date. It's probably out of season. It's probably not in style anymore. So give it to your daughter, your niece, whoever who can play with it. Just go ahead and pass it on. (laughs) And then we're going to group our accessories together. So put all your gloves together in one spot and create a bin at the top of your closet and label it gloves, hats, scarves, um, earrings, hang up your, hang up your necklaces, give all of your accessories an ideal spot. Number eight is to use drawer dividers and bins inside your drawers for folded clothes in your dresser. So we're moving on to our dresser items. I 
On the blog post, I will link several dividers that I like to use as well as bins inside my dresser. And I'll actually share some real life pictures of my dresser as well and how I organize my clothes. Now, I will tell you two different methods for storing your folded clothes. One is the file file folder system. You know how like Marie Kondo will teach you how to file fold your clothes just perfectly. The problem and downfall with filing your clothes is that you end up keeping a lot more than you really need because when you have a little bit, your files don't stand up straight. And so it ends up, you end up hanging on to more than you really need just so your clothes fit in there perfectly. I recommend doing a single layer like you just lay your clothes flat in a single layer or doubling it at most um in my in my dresser and in my husband's we share a dresser folded file folding actually works for us because we have we can easily pull things out as well as return it once we've done the laundry now in my boys dresser that would not work i would get so frustrated if I tried that because their little files would not look perfectly. So for them, because they're busy, because they're boys, because I, well, I don't want to, you know, gender, gen, whatever you call it. <laughs> I don't want to base it on gender, but they are little boys who don't care about organization and laying things flat in a single or double layer works better for them. Okay. So use drawer dividers and bins for holding your clothes in one spot. So grouping them together by groups, like all your underwear in one bin, all your socks in another bin, all your shorts in a bin. And I will give an example on the blog so you can see. All right, number 10 is to have a bin to catch random socks. I don't know any family who doesn't have random socks. It's going to happen no matter how hard you try to stay on top of socks. If your kids are independent, if they're running around, you're going to have random socks. So create a bin either in your laundry room or in your closet for holding random socks so that when their partner finally arrives, you can easily match it up. Number 11, have bins for clothes that need mending or ironing. I personally do not iron. If you are a person who irons, wonderful. I admire you so much. And if ironing is a part of your life, then have a bin in your closet for collecting items that need to be ironed and then give yourself a designated day to iron those clothes or prop yourself up in front of the TV and relax while your family is in the room and just iron, okay, if that's your lifestyle. And then the other thing is clothes that need mending. I don't really know of many clothes that need mending now nowadays. Maybe a button has fallen off or a hole needs to be sewn up. But if that happens to you, make sure you have a designated bin for collecting those items. Clothes that need to be mended and also clothes that need to, to be ironed. And it's fun. Get some bins, get some little baskets or some totes and label them. The label doesn't have to be perfect or pretty. But if that is your lifestyle of collecting clothes that need mending or ironing, then set it up, set up your little system, and it's ready to go. It's ready to collect those items. Number 12, hang a bag on the inside of your closet door for donations or returns. So you can have two different little 
grocery bags on the back of your closet door. Um, maybe not on the door handle itself, but on the door, on the back of the door where you might hang a robe or you might hang purses. That can be your designated spot for collecting donations that are ongoing because once you decide you don't want something, you really need a spot, a system for collecting those donated items. And if you're in your kid's room and you just happen to see a shirt that they've grown out of, you can easily tell them, hey, go put this in the donation bag. And your kids are going to know exactly where it is, where, the, where to put that thing. It's creating systems. It's creating expectations to make your life easy. Or you can use that as the return bag. You can actually do two hooks if you want to. You don't have to use the same bag for donations and returns. Anyway, come up with a system for your donations and for your returns. And number 13, last but not least, is my favorite. And this is just a little tip. Just because you have the room does not mean you need to fill it up. Just because you have a big closet doesn't mean that you need to fill it up with clothes. I will actually share a picture of one of my client's closets where she decluttered her closet and it's really bare and really spacious. However, she felt so much better in it and she could actually store her Peloton bike inside her closet because she had so much extra room. You can get creative with your space. It doesn't, there are no rules. There are no rules. It's your life. You get to make it what it, what you want it to be. It just needs, you just need to create a, an environment that supports that life you really want to be living. You don't want to be cleaning and tidying up all the time. But when you downsize, when you declutter, when you minimize, and when you create systems so that you can have order, it really supports the life you really want to be living. And if you need a little bit extra support to live that life, to declutter, to organize, to create these systems, if you need someone to give you an outside view of your home and be like, okay, I see some, some things we can create, some magic we can do in this space to make your life so much easier, then reach out to me. I love coaching my students through this process and holding them accountable and creating a beautiful life for themselves. If you are interested in coaching with me, you can reach out to me for a free consultation by clicking the link below to schedule your free consultation and get started with coaching. Also, don't forget to go to habitsandhome.com. I have some goodies over there for you. I have a freebie, a daily reset checklist, as well as go to my shop. There are some workbooks over there to help you get your life organized and systemized. All right. I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.